Hi everyone, this is Spiritual Jada from Wicked Wisdom Podcast Show. I hope everyone is doing well today. So for today's events, we have a very special guest, Summer Moore. And um, she currently has a web series called Pandemic Pillow Talk, a YouTube comedy series about dating. So please introduce yourself a little bit more to the viewers, um, Summer. Hi, thank you for having me on. Uh, I am an actress, writer, producer, and I do all of those roles for this web series called Pandemic Pillow Talk, which is about online dating during the pandemic. It's a comedy, and it's based on a, it's a spinoff from a short film that I did. Um, I live in Los Angeles and originally grew up in Colorado. Okay, so um, what actually attracted you to begin this type of career? Um, at a very young age, I was drawn to acting, and so my whole goal was to be an actress. And then as I moved out to Los Angeles, I acted and then eventually morphed into writing and then producing. Okay. All right. So um, the movie that you stated, uh, what's the name of that and where can people find that? Yeah, it's called As In Kevin. And it's a short film. It's about 11 minutes long. And it did the festival circuit, got some awards, and um, was a fun little comedy. Um, and that one you can find on my YouTube channel if you want to watch that. It's at youtube.com forward slash some smiles, S-U-M-S-M-I-L-E-S. Okay. All right. Or you perfect. Can put it in as in Kevin. And then uh, it'll, it should come up. Sometimes it's a little, it confuses it with like this other big, huge, big movie. Something, something all about Kevin or something. So sometimes you have to like sort through a little bit of stuff to get to it. <laughs> okay, totally understand. So um, what has been your greatest accomplishment um, doing everything that you have been doing? Boy, um, I don't probably with my career I've, I've got a couple of them i have a film a female film festival that i had two installments of at la live which is the biggest theater in los angeles and i did a couple installments of the film festival and i'd like to do more that was it's about empowering women it had a big red carpet had uh lots of celebrities there and big press um so that and also Probably producing my first feature film was a huge deal. I, I wore as many as 15 different job titles on that film, and that was a really big deal to get my first one off, find the funding, and make a movie. Okay. So um, tell me, like, what is the hardest part about your job, everything that you do? Um, it, I guess it would depend on which job title we're talking about because I'm, uh, well, you do have many hats, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's, it kind of depends on that, but, um, I mean, in general for the entertainment industry, it is very much a who, you know, industry. And if you don't know people, it is very hard to break in, in right. my experience. So uh, getting to know the right people, getting in the right settings with people is you have to know the right people to get into those settings and vice versa from the standpoint of you, people don't want to hire you unless you've got the credits, but then you can't get the credits without getting hired. So it seems to be that's a lot of the industry. It's to catch 22 and you're just trying to get that one little break. So 
and I, I got tired of just trying to get the break so that's why I started doing stuff myself because it was just like this is how am I going to get in a room with Steven Spielberg right <laughs> I totally you know I can totally agree with that because um I write books you know and editors like editor like when you go to an editing place it's a lot of money to get your books edited so okay. you know and I was just so tired of like the it's a huge cost and you know um constantly going through different people going through my you know my work I decided to take up the course myself so that way I can do it myself so I totally understand where you're coming from absolutely Sometimes you have to teach yourself in order to get where you need to be, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's hard. Absolutely. It's it's definitely hard in the entertainment, especially it's about networking now. It's about who you know. And you're absolutely right. If you don't know the right people, it's going to go a little slower. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, there, it's not, I think there's probably a lot of very talented people out there that can't break in because you just don't have the right connections and you get tired of, it's not that you're not talented, it's just nobody, people haven't seen you. And then with the internet and all people making content, there's so much content out there that people want to watch the you know, TikTok video of the dog chasing its tail or something and they want to watch the <laughs> second video but then when you try to get them like hey this is a really good project come watch this it's like oh but I'm watching stupid stuff you know or that kind of thing so it's unless you have a huge marketing budget that you can you know be like sex in the city and get it all marketed out there so everybody sees it and they want to watch it and that kind of stuff you just have a lot of obstacles it's such a competitive business i mean all in all i i think there everybody wants to act for the most part there's very few most people come out to act and then they shift into something else because they can't get in there so it's just a hard hard industry one of the most competitive in the world to try to get into so there's a lot of challenges. <laughs> I totally agree. I totally agree because um, I did a few movies myself. Um, not like writing them, but like just being a part of the film. And it is a very competitive uh, decision in your life. Like when you're actually mm-hmm. around different people, different personalities, it could be a lot. It could be stressful, you know, but. I also feel like if this is something that you love doing, then, you know, anything that, you know, that is worth it is going to have obstacles, hurdles, you know, mm-hmm. it's about the willpower, about yep. trying to overcome this stuff so that way you can be where you need to be. Yep. Anything that's easy, of course, is not worth your time, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you know, pretty yeah. much. Um I totally um, agree with that. So can you kind of like describe the next five years of your life, what your plans, what you what you want in the future for all these different endeavors that you do have coming up? Yeah, I, I mean, if I had said what the next five years of my life would have been in the past, it would have <laughs> never been what it really turned out to be. So, you know, by now at this age, I would have been really highly successful, really w- big working actress, and that has not worked out at this point. 
so I, I would say in my hopes of what five years would be is well one thing this series pandemic pillow talk we would like to get picked up by a streamer so that we could do a limited uh series half hour of it um so that would be in the next five years i would hope that uh other projects on top of that have success i have a a feature film that i'm trying to make uh, that's a um, single location horror film with a very limited cast of women almost all women I love um, horror. I love horror. Oh, good. Yeah, me too. I'm a big horror. I'm a big horror fan and I'm a big comedy fan. So it's, but I don't really like them together. I just like the separately, horror. right? Yeah. Um, so I guess I would do that. I mean, all in all, I'm very much a person that believes the only happiness that you get is by helping others. So within the next five years, I would hope that I would continue to keep growing and becoming a better person and. Um, becoming happier and happier. So I guess that that would be my grand plan. <laughs> <laughs> I totally understand that. So what is the best advice uh, you have been given by someone or? Mm. Golly. Um, I don't. I can't, I've had mentors throughout my career that have really helped me, but I I can't think of one piece of advice that went, I guess, actually, this is actually from a friend, an old friend that I used to have, and it rings true very, very often at first when I heard it, I didn't think it was like, eh, it doesn't, but I say it so many times to myself, is that rejection is protection. And I don't know that that's really advice. It's a piece of something. I don't know what you call it. But how many times in our lives, whether it's dating, relationships, family, career, whatever, is that we get a no and we think that it's it's something negative. And actually, a lot of the times it actually protects you from something and you just don't really know it. And it kind of hearing that makes me feel when a door closes instead of being so sad or depressed that I didn't get a role or you know somebody didn't respond in the right way they didn't like my script or something like that that I can be positive about it and go you know what it probably saved me from something I may not ever know what it saved me from but it usually those the negatives are something that it wasn't going to work out and it probably saved you from heartache so absolutely And it's crazy that you just said that because I'm actually going through something like that. And the fact that you said that just made me feel a whole lot better. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it really does help. I mean, it's so awesome. Yeah, because you're right. When you make decisions and they don't work out, you start thinking about, you know, yourself. So the fact that you said, you know, rejection is protection. That's just amazing. That's definitely the the quote for today. <laughs> That's awesome. It's it's so true. I mean, and the times that I found out that what happened if I like would have gotten involved with that project and now the nightmare the person's going through or something like that, I'm like, it's so true. It's like it saved me from having to do that. So you know, you may, and like I said, you may never know what it is, but the times that you do confirm, for me, it's been like, yep, thank God that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I totally understand that. Totally. Yes, I'm sorry you're going through what you're going through, but I hope... No, it's nothing like, you know how sometimes, 
you know, um, you put in your work for something and you didn't get the answer that you wanted. <laughs> and, you know, very often. <laughs> but, it, you know, and like I said, like, it, it's just funny that you said that. And I'm like, you know, I was yeah. a little sketchy about the company. So mm-hmm. let's see, you know, mm-hmm. you never know. But yeah, yeah like you said, rejection is protection. So yeah. I was kind of bummed out about not hearing a get back. But, you know, because yeah. I write scripts, movies, uh, mm-hmm. manuscripts. I do a lot of writing. So that's really up my um, up my angle. So that's what I really do. So, yeah. you know, sometimes when you submit certain things, you know, I mean, I'm very hopeful about everything because I wouldn't be this far having published books, certain things in my life. So I know that I have the intelligence to be able to move forward in my career like I want to. But, you know, sometimes we don't get the answer that we want. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when you have high hopes for yourself. It's like, it's a blow. So it is what it is, you know? really hard to keep picking yourself back up I mean that's what I think a lot of people just get worn out and they go I'm done and so the very few like me and it sounds like you I don't know what your age is but you just keep going and trying and I mean I've heard so many times from people like it's amazing that you just keep going you keep reinventing yourself you keep making projects and that's like yeah I mean that's the only thing that can give you the hope because otherwise you would just focus on all the no's and where am I at in my career why have I worked so hard and here I'm at this place and you know and it can get you down quickly right (laughs) absolutely but you're right about that you just I you know you do have to just keep going and I think that's what drives me the most to keep doing what I'm doing like you know I have many outlets that I do as well so I just feel like if you just keep maintaining that drive, you know, you'll get where you need to be. However long it takes, you know. And the same goes with relationships. Like for us who are not married. like. Well, I'm getting a divorce. I'm happy about it. So it's like. Okay, good. Well, congratulations then. (laughs) (laughs) And me and him is like totally friends. Like, it took a long time for us to be like that. But yeah, like, um, I'm okay with that. I think the relationship thing for me right now is just like, I'm just, I'm okay. (laughs) Like, it's a distraction. Well, once you start getting into online dating, you can watch the series and go, yep, I relate. Yep. I actually did um, uh, online uh, dating. It was the, it was on Adult Swim. It was actually the pandemic dating. And um, it was like me and two other contestants. And I guess the viewers, they picked me to go on the date. And it was like pandemic dating. Um, It was pretty cool. It was a good experience. You know, I like stuff like that. But I wouldn't take anything like that serious for me to meet anyone. Um, oh. That's just my cup of tea. Like, I, I like more hands-on. I want to be in your yeah. company. I want to feel your energy. You know, things like that. Yeah. I think that's the case with a lot of a lot of the people that don't like 
there's a lot of people that don't like online like online dating but you just do it because it's the way it's so an easy way to meet people and hope that you're it's going to be the one like my co-producer on this star Mary got a husband off of online dating and they're happily married with their second child on the way so i mean it does happen but it's the like playing the lotto in my opinion it's pretty rare so for those of who are very i like to meet i want to meet the guy in the supermarket i haven't met him yet but i'd much <laughs> rather do that but then you go and try the online thing because it's the way you're supposed to do it it's the way you get the easy access and then you're like i'm deleting the app and then you install the app again later and then it just is this vicious circle and so i mean that's what the series is really about like the vicious like oh gosh got another one of these but it's like comedic about it you know right totally understand yeah i definitely um gonna take a look at that i didn't get a chance to um because i wanted to actually you know do the show with you and get more in depth um, but that sounds pretty cool. Um, it sounds like it's funny too. Thank <laughs> like, you. It is. It is, it is funny. So um, I'll definitely check that out, and it's on YouTube, right? Yes, it is. Uh-huh. And you, um, well, you can find it on pandemicpillowtalk.com. So you can just go there, and then you can leave all the videos embedded on there, so you don't have to like sift through YouTube to find them. I mean, although you can put on YouTube pandemic pillow talk, and it'll come up. So. All right. So, um, so what are you currently working on now? Like for the future? Like, I know you stated that, uh, with the podcast, uh, the YouTube, the web series that you're trying to, um, you know, elevate that, but do you have any other projects that? Yeah. Um, I mean, I have been, uh, a producer has written a role for me and a feature to film this summer. And so I was going to read the script today and also work on that um and but aside from other people's projects i have my i said the single location horror film that i'm uh, would like to do and i have another it's a dramedy that's also based on a short film i did called the karma of happiness and that one i actually wrote for some big celebrities and would really like to get that done it's a i wrote a role for jack black and mark Wahlberg, but um getting to them it's not so easy to do so <laughs> <laughs> totally but, understand so those are kind of like on the horizon of those are what i'd be working on for my own personal projects i'd also like to do another installment of my women's film festival so what do you believe is like your ideal writing place? Because I know everyone has their own writing place, their own area where they feel like they can just unwind and just, you know, all the words just start flowing. Mm-hmm. You mean like physically or like mentally? Be- because you you write these scripts or uh, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, you do have, like, a comfort place, right? Yeah. So, what's your comfort place? Um, I, 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 and you're talking about emotionally, not physically, right? Like, not where I sit and write. You're asking where I'm at emotionally when I write. Yeah, well, it could be both, you know? It's it's what you want to decide to answer. Yeah, um... The, yeah, that brings up, I do I have a sci-fi series that I really want to write. Um, well, first and foremost, I have to have time. 
and I'm pretty maxed up on time. And once I get into a zone of writing, I was just thinking about that today. Like I haven't written in a while. I mean, I guess I haven't written since I wrote Pandemic Pillow Talk and just finding the time to do it because I work as a full-time as a producer and then we've been promoting this series so much. I don't really have a whole lot of time, but when I have time, it's it kind of you get into the zone and I tend to write pretty quickly I'm very good with dialogue which is one of my strong suits of uh writing for feature films or film short films either or and I just get into a zone that if I map out what where my script's gonna go then it just kind of flows from me and I definitely like to unplug turn off phones and not be bothered because once you get pulled out of that zone then I think it's so hard often to get back I mean it's kind of like dieting like you go on a diet and you're doing so well and then you get off go have a cheat day (laughs) and then it's like oh it's trying to get back on the diet again it's like but that tasted so good I want to go back to eating you know whatever right I feel like um that's kind of my I don't have a specific thing that triggers me that it's kind of that same drive to create just goes, woo, I want to write and I want to put this, I want to share this story. Right. I totally understand. Um, it's, it's a little more complex for me because I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus I have like a full-time job. I have many hats that I do and mm-hmm. it's pretty hard sometimes yeah. to, like I haven't wrote probably in a few months. Because, you know, I I think everybody is still trying to adjust to life, the changes, the inflation. It's just so much going on, you know? Yeah. Um, So, with that being said, like, it's really hard sometimes for me to find time now. But before, I guess I would just, like, I would choose probably, like, a Sunday. Because most of the Sundays, I like to relax and chill around the house. So... I would just probably go in my room and once my kids see the door locked, they know, you know. Oh, that's good. Not to really like bother me. And I could just put my phone on do not disturb. And then yes, I could be able to flow. But my problem is once I start flowing, I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that's 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 good though. I mean, it's better than not being able to flow. Yeah, I mean, but it's just it's just bad because it's like sometimes I could start like literally at this time, and then when I look up, it's like, oh shoot, it's nighttime. Oh, I have to cook. I have to do this, you know. So it's like, yeah, yeah. The time time management is very yeah something that has to be included, especially in if you want to succeed in this business. Yeah. And I think that's really hard if you have a full-time job and also kids or, I mean, even those of us who don't have kids, if you're a busy person, which I think most Americans, probably the world, are, we just are overly busy. I don't know why we're so busy now, but it's funny. I have friends who are like, hey, do you want to hang out this weekend? I'm like, I don't know what hanging out really is because I always have a to-do list and I'm always busy and I can always find something to do. So it's not like I'm ever like, yeah, sure. I got my weekends off to do nothing. So, (laughs) you know, and you're tired after you get off work. You're not like, oh, I want to go knock this book out now. You know, like, it's like, oh gosh, I'm tired. I just want to like sit on the couch and watch something or read something, you know? So it's hard. Yeah, really it's, hard. It's, it's 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 hard. 
Yeah. yeah. But, you know, um, I'm always thinking about, okay, but I have to, like, take something out so I can do this. So that's one of my big pet peeves. Like, I'm constantly trying to find outlets so that way I could be able to enhance my career. And I think everybody should do that. And a lot of us do do that in order to, you know, maneuver in this business. Right. You know, um, so lastly, uh, can you just let the viewers know uh, your social media, your website, you know, just so that way they can stay updated. Um, me as well. So that way I can catch a couple of shows. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so the show, again, is on pandemicpillowtalk.com. And you can find all our social, everything on there. Um, it, our main social is Instagram, although it's not huge, but it's bigger than any of the others. And then all the handles have to be, like, adjusted because Facebook wouldn't let Pandemic Pillow Talk be on there. And Twitter, it's too long. And so it's just, like, just go to the website. You can find the stuff there. Um and then you can find me. My Instagram actually got hacked, so I'm starting all over. I've got, like, barely any followers. So it's, wow. like, really depressing to do these interviews. And it's, like, you have 120 people following you? Like, wow, you're really... <laughs> so it was really bad timing. It happened literally right when we started to do press for this series. And it was, like, oh, my gosh. So that killed me. But um, my Yeah, because it first, seems like social sorry. media is, like, everything now. Yeah, it's, I had, it, I'd taken six years to build it up and I got into 33,000 and now I'm to 120. So wow. it's pretty I've been on and, social media probably about three, four years and I have about over 20,000 viewers and um, followers. But yeah, when you're in this business, it just seems like yep. people are constantly, oh, well, how many followers you have? And I'm like, yep. dude, worry about the content that I'm trying to put out. Like, yep. it's so- <laughs> It's really frustrating, and and that's why I learned so long ago as an actor, you've got to start building up your social media. So I started it six years ago, and then here I am. So um, I guess, uh, but I still have Twitter, and now I've got several thousand. But I just I don't really like social. I only do it because I have to. Right. I'm more of a private person, and I'm not somebody who's taking photos of my feet at the beach or. <laughs> whatever it's I, I like to do meaningful or stuff I'm on set or things like that and it's just I don't know so I'm not if I if I could be a celebrity without social I would love that I do not like but that's people. like non-existent like everyone is on social media like it's 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 like a, it comes with the territory unfortunately yeah, yeah. so yeah but yeah. it was amazing you know uh talking to you actually interviewing you getting to know all your projects who you are as a person um i wish you the best on your endeavors and everything and i'm definitely gonna um stay in touch with you um i will be sending you out a flyer for tonight's show things of that nature so um everyone it was nice to get to know um summer so, you know the drill. You can follow me on Instagram, spiritual underscore Jada. Um, you can definitely follow me on Twitter, wickedwisdom7. And you definitely can email me, spiritual.jada at gmail.com. Um, it's been real. Peace and blessings. Bye.